sports. Let's entertain our friends in the best way we can. All stand. Maestro, please. Hogwarts, 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 teach us something, Episode three. Episode three of London to Brooklyn. Wow. Three is a good number. Three I feels like three. right. Yeah. I like threes. Yeah. Um, I'm Elle, or Eleanor if you're fun. I'm Alona, Woo-hoo! or Elo. <laughs> this is a great episode, because this is the one before, your last 22-year-old episode. Oh my god, that's so weird. I'm going to be so old. You're going to be so old. Welcome to the Old Woman's Club. Ooh. It's really fun. We do lots of fun things like naps and read, so get ready. Great. <laughs> already what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, so you just continue on. I'm ready. How's your week been? It's been good. Um, well, didn't do much last week. Actually, it was pretty busy. And wow, this made no sense. <laughs> didn't do much. Was super busy. I get it. You know it. how it feels. But we went to Poughkeepsie. We did. Which is in upstate New York. Upstate New York. did yeah. not know what Poughkeepsie was. No. Until it- you were like, Poughkeepsie? And I was like, Sure. We kind of just sent you the Airbnb, and we're like, this is is it. And I was like, could be in Canada. I don't know. (laughs) It was mainly our goal was to be not in New York City. Yeah, like nature. Yeah. Something different, fresh air. Something very different. different vibe. Yeah. Which it was. Well, y'all were there earlier than I was, so talk about your first day, how was getting there and everything. It was incredible. So our third person in this journey is Emily, our other roommate. Um, Emily and I were able to go up a day early. Um, so we travel up to Poughkeepsie. Traveling in Miss Rona times is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we did it by train, which honestly didn't feel as frightening as I thought it was going to. Everyone was pretty under control. We had a very interesting... I don't actually think I told you the story. Um, on the train, there was a woman who was taking up four different seats and was... Uh, she was under the influence of several things. Oh, God. Um, In her little train car seat was several empty bottles. This is... The overall experience of Amtrak was really good. But this... So this woman who... Her pants were hanging down below her butt. She was sleeping on four seats, had bottles of alcohol all around her, and the conductors could not get her out. Holy shit. Because she was so far out of it, so they had to call the police. Oh, my God. And they escorted her out of the train. When in was pa- this? This was in Poughkeepsie, like, right as we, like, landed, docked, pulled up. I don't know. I don't know, train lingo. I'm not Joe Biden. But <laughs> she had it. They called an ambulance. The police had to get her off the train. And she was barefoot smoking a cigarette off the train, escorted by four police officers. Holy cow. Yeah. It well, was there you have it. That's how they are in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, I Emily and I were like, we've been in upstate for five minutes, and it's already devilishly more exciting than that's, anything we saw here. That's wild. Yeah, um, but I would <laughs> I would stay on the train and make I would be like I skip skip. I'm not going off here. She, Continue. She was fascinating. I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to worry about your train experience. The yeah, I'd be like, day. no, guys, I'm staying here. <laughs> well, mine got like 
delayed yeah on standby and mm-hmm. then randomly this guy came into the waiting room and was like uh yeah train now if you want to go it's now and I, and if you d- didn't listen you would have you, missed your train you, you'd and still be in I went on the train but um but yeah it was it was it was chill yeah i was like i don't know where i'm going i don't no. know where my stop is so I was just kind of like paying attention the whole time yeah. and then i saw poughkeepsie and i was like oh my god this is mine yeah and I just, like, started off. Yeah, it's but, only, like, an hour, hour and 30 Yeah, it was ride. really fast. I wish it was longer because I love train rides. And it felt so nice to be on a train. It was so lovely. It's such a more relaxed experience for me than being yeah. on planes. Such a such a main character moment, you yeah, know, just like, gazing out into like, the, oh my God. the the landscape, yeah, listening to music. So nice. Just zoning out, making your own stories. Yeah. Uh, but Poughkeepsie itself, we... Spent most of the first night and day there, which was very nice. Lots of great restaurants that were recommended to us by the Airbnb host. We did some walking around town. Very lovely. Um, And then the next day, still before Alona came, we did this massive hike where I think we clocked in over like four or five miles. Nice. Um, We did a rock scramble, which you would have (laughs) hated. Absolutely would have hated. Because you're like bouldering, basically. Yeah. In just giant boulders and no harness, no. Yeah, my heights would not have gone well. You like you if you have vertigo, do not do it. Yeah, but it was so fun. It was great. We loved it. I loved the views were great. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't realize how much I liked hiking until kind of that moment. Yeah, it was a blast. Nice. Yeah, and then we went to some cute towns. We drove a lot. We rented a car, Um, and all these little towns like New Paltz, Rosendale. Ohioville, they're all like they have one main street, it seems like, with all these great local shops. And it's very surprising because we're in rural nowhere New York, but you see Biden Harris signs, Black Lives Matter signs, rainbow flags. Like, all it's still very liberal, which I, being from Indiana, I did not expect to see. Well, it's very New York because New York is, yeah, like that. It's very like open minded and chill it's chill great stuff we got lots of good food man i yeah. like best meals F- farmers and chef and chefs were good it was good it was, it was really, really good. great had yeah. like a steak <laughs> steak fries which is good i'm pretty so sure good. they grow a lot of their stuff there yeah no it was really good and then it was so nice to be like in an airbnb like somewhere different a whole house to ourselves it's like traveling but like you're not going too far no but you still get that experience of like sleeping somewhere else new things mm-hmm. um just a different environment than you're used to and this house had a ton of antiques mm-hmm. artwork coffee i know that's not relevant but still just like well decked out yeah it was really nice seth if you're listening great airbnb Thank you. my guy it was great and a great location too because yeah. we were right by the walkway um that takes you on the bridge mm-hmm. over the hudson river yeah which was a nice walk too yeah. what were some of your favorite things we did of an upstate i know you were there for such a short amount of time but i really liked um the walk that we did just seeing like a river and like yeah. clean air and like trees was very nice <laughs> it um, sounds good like a ride. <laughs> good change of pace just chill like i yeah. don't feel like i'm rushing or like in anyone's way mm-hmm. Um, so that was really nice. And then I really liked Rhinebeck. Yeah. Oh, Rhinebeck. That was fun. The, uh, Samuel's Coffee Place, which is Paul owned Red? by Paul Rudd. Also, apparently, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, goes there. Yeah. There was a cookie with his face on it. Yeah, I don't know if he's a part owner or what, but apparently he's there a lot. Yeah. 
I went to a comic book store, mm-hmm. which was really nice. I had some good stuff. I love the restaurant that we went. Um, Market Street. Market Street, Italian. Yes. So good. So we ate well. It was so nice to, like, just eat at good restaurants and it, have good yeah. food. And everyone, like, I remember seeing one, like, a couple at one place, and then I'd see them at, like, a dinner place yeah, later. Like, the so small, small town so vibes small town. were very real. But Rhinebeck was really nice. Just walking around was nice. Just chilling in this, again, different house. Different house. Was nice and enjoying, like, the quiet. Not that we don't love this place, this current apartment that we're in, but... No, it, it's great. It's nice to not but see it. It's just nice to be somewhere somewhere different. Absolutely. And then the next day, we went to brunch, which was a very interesting place. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kind of blocked it out. <laughs> but the food was good. Ah. The food was great, but um, um, interesting vibes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you on the spot while I have you on the podcast. How was my driving? <laughs> it was good. Yeah? Again, like, I was in the back seat. I honestly didn't really pay attention. That's, that's the goal. Like, I don't want you to notice. I was not paying attention at all. I was watching the view, listening to the music. Yeah. I was just chilling, like, honestly, like, and again, I'm, like, kind of the same way driving. We, we don't like driving. So, like, I truly, like, I mean, like, Great. you could have, like, driven off-road. I'd been like, cool, I trust you. Maybe this is the way. I'm not going to say honestly, anything. Honestly, you and Emily put a lot of faith in me, and I... We didn't really have a choice. No, it But it went yeah. really well. I'm so glad. I'm really, really thankful that uh, we all left that trip unscathed yeah no it was really nice but and then the last day so we did this brunch and then we went to vassar yes college vassar college which was really nice yeah it reminded me a lot of bloomington it's a very small small bloomington yeah Yeah. but like the nature and like the the buildings it was interesting because you really felt the lack of student socialization on that campus and i don't know if that's a typical thing or if that's just a time of coronavirus thing but it it might be it felt like we were kind of walking an apocalyptic film Mm -hmm. where student population is wiped yeah there's no one but it was nice it was i would have felt overwhelmed if there was a lot of people and the few college kids we did see i immediately got like territorial and was like hey college kids are so young and annoying (laughs) not that i wasn't one what a year, two years yeah. ago. So, so, so recent. Yeah. And then we went to a coffee shop, which was really nice. Yeah. We just sat and read for a and, while. Yeah, and that was nice. Yeah. I, I, it was weird to read at a coffee shop again. That was one of your goals. I know. Yeah. I love, I, I'm just missing the snow, but I love <laughs> reading in coffee shops for like hours. It was really nice just reading. So, yeah. Sitting in a enclosed space mm-hmm. and not fearing for my life. Yeah so rare and the weather was really good it was was fresh air it was so nice and then we got back here and it was like gross yeah today was awful (laughs) yeah but it is what it is even yesterday when we like got out of the tram like Mm. this is spooky i I remember when we got into penn station and seen the hustle and bustle i immediately was like i want to go back upstate yeah everyone's like (laughs) rushing it's a sunday and everyone's running everywhere i know it's like where are we going? What's happening? What are we doing? <laughs> What's going on? It is Sunday. Like Sunday, New York City, baby. Just just stay home. Everyone's crazy. Like just chill. stay home. Just please chill. Yeah. That I think I I hadn't realized how much I needed a weekend to just do not a lot. Yeah. To just kind of unwind. No, it was really nice. That. Yeah. 
Um, what book are you currently reading that you read at that coffee shop? I'm still reading Blood and Honey. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's getting better. Okay. It's getting so much better. So Blood and Honey is the sequel to Serpent and Dove, mm-hmm. which is a book about witches. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's going better. Like there's okay. more action. It's getting darker, which I like. You I'm, love a good dark. I love. Like, I like a good dark twist. Yeah. Where I'm like ooh. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So yeah, what are you reading? I'm currently reading Black Leopard, Red Wolf by Marlon James, and it is fascinating. Did you read more today? I did, so I'm well over halfway through now. Nice. It is, it's so hard to describe because it's based off a lot of African mythology, and it's all narrated through this one character named Tracker, who doesn't tell the story in a linear fashion, but we're finding out that he's kind of on this mission to find this one boy with a bunch of different characters coming in and out, also looking for this boy. But we don't know why or how or whom necessarily everyone is. And it's it's so gory at times, and it's very violent. Also, sometimes it's really sexual in, like, a violent way. But Marlon James knows how to write, and it is really poetic and really fascinating. I'm enjoying it. I know earlier... So now you're enjoying it. Yeah. yeah that's good. I know earlier I was kind of like... It just... Because some things are so graphic that it almost... It makes me really uncomfortable. But now the story is really shaping up and I'm enjoying all the different characters. Nice. So if, would you recommend it? If you have time, yes. Okay. It's long. It's over... It's 600 pages, which I know is not long, but the pages are... Big. big it's a big book a lot of words um i usually like a book of this size i could read in like three or four days that's not a flex but i'm on day four and i'm only halfway through right yeah. now but i'm i still really enjoy it that's good it's not like anything i've ever read before i'll say and i've read game of thrones i've read a lot of sci-fi and fantasy it's just a different kind yeah they just a different style in an interview the author described it as an African Game of Thrones, but he later said that I was a joke because it's nothing like Game of Thrones. Interesting. In the storytelling style. Yeah, it's, it seems very different. Yeah. But good. Let me know how you feel after you finish it. I will. And they're making it into a movie? I have no idea how. Who's, who's producing it again? Michael B. Jordan. That's right. Which, I have such mad respect for Michael B. Jordan, but again, I do not know how this could be on a screen. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to turn out. But best of luck. Yeah, best and of we'll luck. probably watch it. If it comes out, oh, hell yeah. I'll yeah. be first in line if, you know, there's movie theaters again. True. True. <laughs> we'll see. But it's, yeah. And it's apparently it's a trilogy. The book series? Yeah, yeah it's oh. a trilogy. So you're going to read the next ones? Um, I don't know if he's written them yet. Okay, great. But it's called the Dark, way you don't have Dark to Star Trilogy. Nice. So yeah. I have time. You have time to recover from this one and then... Because I got a lot of other trilogies I got So read. many. So many. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right. And we're back. Welcome back. So one of our fans <laughs> and a really good listeners, Isor. Hi, Isor. She's requested what we speak about Enola Holmes, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix, starring mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, and Sam Claflin, and Helena Bonham Carter. What a cast. Good cast. Yeah. Good cast. Who is that new kid? Um, I his name. Isaac Partridge? Maybe. It's... I'm not going to look it up, so... For those playing at home, fact check me on that. Yes, but he is a new, fresh, 
Yeah. They were pretty good. He was adorable. So thoughts about Anola Holmes? It was a real it was a good feel good movie. Mm-hmm. Like we just kinda watched it on a whim and it you don't really have to ground yourself in it you can just watch it and have a good time i think it's a good movie for families Mm -hmm. when you're watching it with friends Mm -hmm. because it's easy it's fun and all the characters are likable yeah like i liked all of them i liked all of them i i loved millie bobby brown of course she's amazing i really enjoyed the way they had her breaking the fourth wall a Mm -hmm, lot mm -hmm. and constantly keeping the audience up to date but also giving us an insight into her mind because she's the most fascinating character to me from that film for sure she brings a lot of like female power to Mm. that sherlock holmes story that we know yeah like she takes a full spin on it and be like okay because sherlock i'm gonna do it better yeah because in the original book sherlock holmes is an app asshole yeah yeah he's, he's, a, he's very sexist so this was a way to kind of counterbalance all that mm-hmm. original stuff i did not particularly love henry cavill as sherlock holmes what did you think well compared to robert downey jr mm. or benedict cumberbatch mm, yeah it's, it's it's hard yeah it's hard because henry cavill is very stoic he's very stoic he's very superman He's almost too handsome. Yeah, he's just there, like a statue, mm-hmm. says things. Mm-hmm. But you know, in, in Superman, it works. It works, because Superman, to me, is a statue. Yeah, and he's, like, from another planet, so he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. Totally. But he's powerful and has muscles, so that's Superman. The Superman. But Sherlock has a mind. And I didn't get to see that mind yeah. flex, like I kind of hoped so. it would. So he's still good. He's so good. But again, like, the real um, main character is... Millie Bobby Brown, yes. Anola Holmes. Anola Holmes. So, I mean, it works for this. Yeah, he plays a good brother. Yes. Like, he's a good brotherly yes. figure. There's but a good twist at the end that, that we didn't good. see coming. That was good. So, that was exciting. I was like, ooh, okay, ooh, great. Keep it on our toes. So, that was nice. Um, I think there's going to be more movies. Oh, for sure, because we barely talked about the whole mother storyline. She, yeah. Disappeared, and we never really found her. That and was just unrevealed. Yeah, so... Will not spoil anything more, but no. it's really it's also a cute way to see old timey London without all the gross actual aspects of old timey London. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed the period piece, and there's some good action sequences. There's some great action. Millie sequences. Bobby Brown fights a lot. Yeah, I remember genuinely laughing a few times too. True. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. some good out loud moments. So it's definitely a good movie to see, especially if you're my sister's age. Yes, <laughs> I think that's like perfect. Amazing. So yeah. highly recommend um, for people to watch if you're looking for something fun. Yeah. During this time, I think we just want to watch movies that either take us to someplace new mm-hmm. or, well, that's it. They want us to escapism. Yeah. And this was a good escapist movie. I didn't it have was. to think about the it world was. for a hot minute. But yeah, highly recommend. Highly uh, recommend. Another movie we've watched recently last weekend mm-hmm. was Harry Potter and <gasps> the Goblet of Fire. Yes, our movie of the week. Uh, what? what? Um, we picked Harry Potter Goblet of Fire. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you heard Emily and I talking, but the new meme going around of Robert Pattinson in that tracksuit. Yes. Where he looks super aggressively yes. British. Yes, We found a TikTok <laughs> of Goblet of Fire. Of him 
as Cedric, but then it becomes that meme. It's hard to describe. I'm butchering the TikTok we here. We can link the TikTok. I'll link the TikTok, but we laughed at that TikTok for maybe 20 minutes, oh and God. then we're like, we're gonna, we have to watch Goblet of Fire. We'll, we'll share the TikTok on our story. Yes, <laughs> so people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I, Harry Potter Goblet of Fire, I remember seeing it in theaters, like when it first came out. What about you? I truly don't know where I was. That's you. Was I born? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> what year did it come out? You're not 2000... that young. 2005? 2005. I was I in don't... Texas. Okay. I truly don't know what I was doing. I remember seeing it in theaters, and it was the first PG-13 movie I got to see in theaters. For me, I think it was Narnia. Was Narnia PG-13? There's no way Narnia is PG-13. Yeah. No. Yes. No. There's blood. So? There's blood in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Animated. So? There's blood in all the other Harry Potter movies. But this was the first PG-13 Harry Potter movie. Yes. Sure. Yes. I didn't see I didn't see it in theaters. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the first Harry Potter movie I saw in theater was Order of the Phoenix. Okay. And I saw it in France, so I saw it in French. Oh. Because I saw... Most of the first Harry Potter movies in French. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I think Half-Blood Prince was the first one I saw in English, okay. and then I went back and saw them in English, uh. and then I went back and read them in English, because I read them in French. Wow. So it was just like a big back and forth, back and forth. So I've seen them multiple times in different languages. Oh, do you perform in French or English? Uh, English. Okay. It's the main language. <laughs> like, they sound so weird in French. I was like, how can you miss those accents? I mean, Seamus? Wow. yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't even know how they say it in French. Um, but yeah, what do you think of the movie overall? Is I mean, this, I love that movie. It's one this, of my favorites. Is it? So. It be, it's becoming one of my ha- favorite Harry Potter movies. Just because it has, like, a lot of action. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I like Harry in this movie, in this He's book. not a total dweeb in this yeah, one. Yeah, I, I like him in this. I think yeah. this is my favorite Harry Potter movie. Gotcha. This is, I get you, this I get is where I like mean. Harry the most. I get what you mean. Also, a total disclaimer that we should have said earlier, but we are very well aware of the recent comments J.K. Rowling has made against trans people, and just in general, she's made a lot of comments that are bad and not accepted by us. So we are separating her as a person and author away from the product she has given. We have loved and enjoyed these books and movies for so long that they're ingrained with our daily lives now. And we do not support J.K. Rowling, and we completely understand why we no longer can stand her. Yep. She is canceled. She is canceled. Before. Well, she, there, she's got a lot of work to do. It's yeah, really not she great. Wants to... Yeah. There's a, too many issues, and a lot of people are pointing out things that have been a part of these books and movies that we just didn't know at the time because we're both coming from places of privilege, so we wouldn't have recognized them necessarily. Like, Cho Chang, the only Asian character in the film was named Cho Chang. Yeah. Yikes. And then, yeah, her recent comments have been terrible, disgusting. And she keeps digging it. She like, keeps, she's she keeps... digging herself into a deeper hole. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, either stop or yeah. just, just stop. Exactly. Unless you're going to apologize and make it better, just don't. Don't, Yeah. But it is unfortunate that she did write these books that have become such a part of our lives. So we're ignoring her and her views and focusing solely on the story. Yeah, we'll just support as it affects us. 
Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, there's so many people now that are involved in this who we genuinely love. Mm-hmm. Um, who haven't done anything to piss us off recently, yeah. as far as I'm aware. I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> Just let me know. <laughs> um, but back to the film as a whole. Um, I The more I watch this film, the more I get really excited yeah, about it. I really like Gobble of Fire. Me too. Um, I mean, Cedric Diggory is now one of my all-time favorite characters. I know. He's so fun. At first, when you're little, you're like, okay. He, Cedric. He dies. Hufflepuff. But, but now I'm like, that's Robert Pattinson. Like, oh my god. This is his style. Robert Pattinson <laughs> Wild. Um, but no, I really like Gobble of Fire. Yeah. Fire. Fire. It used to be my favorite Yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. We'll do a ranking later of all the Harry Potter yes, movies. Yes, because you need to rewatch them. I've I'm, already rewatched them recently. Yes, I'm currently rewatching them. Yeah. So I'm excited to eventually have this debate because I know our lists are going to be super different. Super different. Just because we're also different houses. Yeah. So just. I'm a Slytherin. In case you didn't know. <laughs> And Eleanor's going through a rough time. I'm going through, um, comment below if you think I should be House Hufflepuff or House Ravenclaw. House Ravenclaw. (laughs) I don't know anymore, man. After watching Goblet of Fire, I was like, I want to be whatever Cedric is. And then he dies. But he dies so valiantly. But he dead. So? Okay. He doesn't even finish school. Oh my gosh. We're going to have this fight later. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, um, would you consider Goblet of Fire a fall slash Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Or a summer movie? Mm. Harry Potter, to me, does not scream summer. That's true. So, I don't consider I just had to, summer movies. I had to put it out there for the for the niche, nichers. Yeah, some people, I don't see them as summer movies. Okay. To me, like, I have to watch them and be cozy and cold and warm and mm-hmm. fire in the chimney and... All, all I get stuff. Spooky vibes. Yeah, spooky vibes. I'm not going to watch them at the beach. So is this, are, are we thinking Halloween? I think Goblet of Fire is more Halloween. Okay. Just because there's a huge, like, graveyard, graveyard scene. It's very spooky, mm-hmm. potion-like. So I definitely feel like they played the witch's wizard aspect more, which screams Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, I would. See, I originally thought this is a Halloween movie, but then the Yule Ball scene really makes it feel Christmassy. Yeah, but the other movies or, like, books and everything have more, like, Christmas scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, family and presents and cozy sweaters. Yeah. So this, like, for me, the ball is, like, a ball, like a holiday ball before you go to Christmas to yeah. your family. I would say more of this movie takes place in the fall. Yeah. So I'm leaning fall, but I'm not sold. I mean, they all have, like, Christmas scenes. Yeah, like, they all take a place over the whole year. So it's, like, fall year. and winter movies. Yeah. It's not, like, summer. Exactly. Like, that did not shout Though summer I could, to me. I could easily watch any of these films around Christmas time. Me too. Very me happy. too. But, yeah, so yeah. we'll just go with winter. Mm-hmm. Fall and winter. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know which one screams the most Christmas to me out of all of them. I don't, ooh, Maybe I don't, the first one? I, I, did, I just rewatched the first one today. It does have a lot of Christmas yeah. in it, but I don't know. It really, the just the scariness of it felt Halloween to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we could do this when we go through our ranking. Yeah, true, true, true. Because we got a lot. We have a lot to unpack with these to, movies. I might have to rewatch some of them. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Should we rewatch Fantastic Beasts? <gasps> That's that's a whole separate pod. That's a whole separate podcast where we're going to Fantastic Beasts. Where Man. is the third one? Are they still going to make it? Dude, I don't... The, there's so much drama. 
with the Harry Potter universe right now. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Pure chaos. But I have a question for both of us. Yes. Say both of our names get drawn. We are now champions of the Tri-Wizard Tournament. <laughs> you for House Slytherin, me for House Meh Meh Meh. How... Let's go with Ravenclaw. <laughs> sure. You're so going to she... compete as a Ravenclaw. Sure. So your name gets drawn. How do you do in the Wizard Tournament? We'll go challenge by challenge, okay? <laughs> I want to see how each other would fare during this. Um, so first task. The we dragon. The dragon. We have to get a golden egg from a dragon. So what do you do? First of all, with my luck, I think I would get the horn tail. I think you would too. <laughs> so I'd be like, holy shit, what do I do? So I think I'd be like Harry and just kind of run around. Totally. And then my friend would have to scream like, hey, you're wand. <laughs> I'd be the friend. I would be I, yeah, the friend. I also don't really like flying. <laughs> So I wouldn't use a broom. Yeah. I wouldn't be, woo, flying away. So I think I would have to come up with, say, some Slytherin. It would be, like, a really, like, shady spell. A slime. Yeah. A like, diversion. Like, maybe, yeah. like, almost cheating, but not really. <laughs> like, if my sister you... was there, she would say I was cheating, and I probably would be a little bit, but it's, like, on the line. It sounds like you're bribing the dragon. <laughs> So, like, there would be, like, something, and I would get the egg. But it gotcha. would take me a while. I would not do the best. But, but it would, you would happen. you would get the egg, yeah. Eventually, I'd be like, oh, wait. Why don't I just for sure almost cheat and do this and win? How Slytherin of you. Yeah. yeah. I think that you would go to it with a plan. Yeah. And a structure. I think I would, too. And do you know what would happen to that plan and structure? <laughs> Immediately go to shit. <laughs> be like... But it's a real dragon. I think I the only thing reason I think I can survive is because after my experience hiking, I found that I'm really good at maneuvering around rocks. <laughs> if that makes sense. So I feel like I could duck and hide yeah, really easily. And then like just run and get the egg. Yeah. I think that's my only way of surviving. Yeah. I don't know. I would I think I would try and come up with something clever and it would immediately fall to pieces. Yeah. But you would be like I wouldn't die. But yeah. I think I would survive. I'm thinking if we were, I think you would maybe beat me in this challenge. The dragon challenge? Maybe I would beat you, actually. I think it would be neck and neck, probably. I think it would be neck and neck. I know for the next one, you have it in the bag. And you would win the last one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, let's so, we'll, we'll, yeah. so we're neck and neck. And then challenge two. It's the underwater. Who, first of all, who would they steal for you? Like, who would be the person they take? <laughs> what well, well, underage student well, would they force to... to basically die underwater are we speaking like in harry potter world or like real world let's go real world <laughs> who are they putting underwater my cat <gasps> devastated <laughs> devastated who else would they put for me i don't know apart from my cat yeah because you're playing so it can't be you yeah so. katniss and dante just underneath the water our pets because we i would i would save it yeah. in like two seconds i will say that what rewatching Goblet of Fire, it was really disturbing to think about those poor kids who were forced to be like the prizes for this challenge. Like, did they know? Did they have to sign a waiver to be no. like, I put my body at risk for this? Or were they just like walking in McGonagall's office and, and she was just boom. like, Yeah, next thing they know, they're breaching water. I think that's what happened. That's why would any person send their kid to Hogwarts? Anyways, anyways, um, yeah, for this next challenge, <laughs> sorry, that was a little rant. Um, 
you with your scuba diving and your love of being underwater for long periods of time, you have this. You have this challenge. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't fool around in whatever seaweeds Harry Potter was going through. I was just, like, get it. I would do a full-on Cedric Diggory. Yeah. I would do the bubble. The bubble? First of all, I would not do the gills or the shark the head. The shark was so creepy. Absolutely not. No, thank you. No, the bubble made the most sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I would do that. Swim. Yeah. Get it. You'd be so Go good. back out. Yeah. Chill in the water. And then, yeah, so I think that one I would be the most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Sorry. I was like, I think I'm going to floor this challenge. <laughs> I, think I'm gonna... I would help you out. <laughs> You'd have to rescue my I person. I would wait. I'd be like, okay, well, she, I don't know where she went, so I'm just going to take her dog and go. <laughs> I would probably get underwater and go in really confident and be like, I, I felt something on my foot now. <laughs> I'm out. This is too much. I would just, like, swim really fast and, like, not think about yeah. it. That's the only way you can do it. Yeah. So you're the champion of second task. Woo! Third Link. task. Third the, task. Third task. Oh, my God. The maze, absolutely not. You win. Hands I... down. I'd be lost. <laughs> Wouldn't know where I was going. I would spook myself out. Yeah, I Any think... shadow, I would scream and run in the wrong direction. My mission would be to make it out alive of that maze. Yeah. I would not care less about the cup. I, I recently traveling with you to nature, I realized that you can convince yourself that just about anything is out there. Yes. <laughs> so absolutely. I think the maze, you'd be like, uh-uh, I heard one thing. I'd be like, Polar. there are like werewolves out here, mm-hmm. snakes, mm-hmm. nope, no you, thanks. You'd see a spider and immediately absolutely no. red arrow it I'd up be like, the sky. Get me out here. Yeah. Please, just get me out. <laughs> just, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would even go in. <laughs> you think you would just call and be like, I'd be like, forfeit. This ain't it, son. I made it this far. This yeah. is great. I'm so proud of myself. You could hang out with their jazz band. Yeah. It's truly I'd just be like, chilling. I'd be like, yay, Eleanor, you go, girl. I would get, I feel like I'd get really competitive about yeah. it. Like, I'd almost be Victor Crumb, being like, <laughs> I'm going to take out the competition. <laughs> Probably. I would but... hope, I would hope I'd come out alive, but, because Cedric was doing really well. And then he just died. And then they had to kill the spare, which was really devastating. Yeah. Watching his dad cry over his body. That was heart-wrenching. Yeah. This movie made me really miss Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the Broadway me show. Me too. Because it's all about a good show. Yeah. It's all about the Triwizard Tournament. That was so good. It was incredible. I hope it comes back because I'm me too. dying to see it. It was so cool. It was- part two? Yes. Was phenomenal. Yes. It's <gasps> a, f- what, five-hour production total time? It was so good. It was yeah. so they good. They a freaking pool on stage. They had a, so much is going on, and you're truly enchanted by all of it. And the magic is done so well, and the Incredible. characters, the last scene, oh, the music. Just, oh, so good. So, truly a, a good production. Like, I know people didn't like the actual, like, script book. The plot is wild. When you see it, live and in front of you it makes sense like it, you feel like you're in it yeah so Ugh. we need to see it again if it yes comes back. oh for sure it was that was one of my favorite days of all time me too yeah so good yeah um for our final wrap-up of harry potter and the goblet fire we have gotten a special request from our friend uh, from our dear friend elliot what, what? <laughs> he would like us to play fmk which stands for fuck mary Oh my god. (laughs) So we'll do it with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire characters. And because we are adults, we are going to be treating 
everyone as their older selves. So yes. they're 18 and older. Yes. Uh, so they are they have aged past where they were in Goblet of Fire, and they are now adults because we... Yes. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any idea? Like, who... Um, are we doing the Triwizard Champions? Or are we doing just the whole movie? I was going to do the whole movie. Okay. Um... Yeah. I'm kind of laughing at my choices. Okay, wait, do you have yours? <laughs> yeah, we know. Okay, go. But no, you go. No. Okay, so who I'm would you gonna, kill? Um, I'm gonna kill... I'm gonna take the easy way out. I'm gonna kill Barty Crouch Jr. Okay, okay. You look surprised. <laughs> he was evil. <laughs> but David Tennant... Okay, I'm not killing Doctor Who. I'm killing Barty Crouch Jr., who helped kill and torture the long bottom so boy's dead in my book okay sure okay who are you killing i'm i was <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be oh my god i think i'm gonna kill victor crumb yeah he can go i just he's he can go i feel indifferent that's fair kind of looks weird to yeah me. i can't just unpicture his like shark face that, that, oh, that was so creepy. Yeah, so and, that's a goner for me. And the fact that he dates Hermione when he's 18 and she's, like, 14. Yeah. It's not, it's Weird. not, a, it's not a good look for our guy, Victor. No. No. Um, I, okay, I'm still kind of deciding who I'm going to marry. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. Um, okay. If there's, like, there's one person who I know is going to be in my list. It just really depends on where they're going to be. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think, too. Yeah. we got to go for it. Who are you marrying? I'm... <sighs> okay, yeah. I'm going to marry... I'm going to marry Cedric Diggory. Of course. Because I want... Yeah. I, I knew he's going to... I was either going to marry him or I was going to fuck him. Mm-hmm. If I marry him, I have him long term. True. So I get I can maybe save his life. I yeah, don't know. For a bit, yeah. I want him forever in my life. Okay. Who are you marrying? Well, I forgot about Cedric Diggory here for what? a second. <laughs> How could you that he was the one but, in my mind this whole time. So I think I'm gonna marry Fred or George Weasley. Why not both? Well two for one. <laughs> I wish. But one of them dies. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll go with George. I feel like you would get along swimmingly with them. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah. I always love the Weasley twins, though. So mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I know who you're... Do I know who you're fucking? Well, it's a toss-up. I'm just gonna call it a tie. Okay. I'm... I'm fucking the lead singer of the band for the Yule Ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fur weird coat. Yeah. I feel like he, I feel like he knows what he's doing, and the rest are all children, <laughs> and I can't unsee. <laughs> I think he's I think he's from Radiohead. I think so. So like, like it's a win win. He's like, is he an elf? No, he's a human. Oh, <laughs> he's very or he's a wizard. I always thought he was like an elf or something. He's tall. Um, he's tall and shirtless, and he sings. Elves are tall. We are in the Harry Potter world. <laughs> this is a different world. We can do a Lord of we're, the Rings. We're doing a Lord day. of the Rings later. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Interesting. I think for me it would be Cedric Diggory. Hell yeah. Or David Tennant. You okay, that's Barty Crouch Jr. It is not David Tennant. But he still looks like David Tennant. He'll be Doctor. Oh Hill. my god. He 
Jimmy will not be Doctor Who. He's Barty Crouch Jr. He's Doctor Who to me. You don't watch Doctor Who. I'm so offended. Audience at home, I've watched every season of David Tennant's and Matt Smith's and Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who, and Alona's watched none. I still have a sticker. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. All right, well, I still stand in my case. Okay. Ooh, well, I still have Cedric. You do have Cedric. It's a great choice. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. May he rest in peace. Oh, you can. I guess he's my husband, so I guess you're the home wrecker. Woo, woo. Love, love to see it. Very southern. Very southern. And on that note, we're gonna take a short break. Break time. See you in a hot minute. And correction. All right. All right. Um, what show are you currently watching right now? I am currently watching RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> Finally, finally, I'm finally. I'm so excited. I'm starting with season six, mm-hmm. and I'm on episode eight. Yes. Just finished episode eight. Um, what do you think of it as a whole so far? I love it. Yeah? I love it. It moves really fast. Like, Doesn't I was it? scared it would be, like, slow in the challenges mm-hmm. or whatever happens during it, but it's pretty, like, fast-paced. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's really cool. Yeah. The queens are very, very talented, and mm-hmm. I love seeing it because they pull their whole looks together. They do their own makeup, everything. Yeah. So they show off, like, multiple talents. For sure. So they're, like, everything. They're, like, complete. They're, like, more than triple threats. It's it, They're incredible performers, creators, everything. And I the astounding part for me about Drag Race is how much they have to do. Like Yes. Project Runway, you just, you created outfits. Um, American Sex Top Model, you modeled. Pose, yeah. American Idol, you, you sang. This is all of them. All of them together. So it's yeah. like, it's a lot of different talents and mm-hmm. different things that they have to do, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I also love the judges. Yee. It makes it, I don't know, I like the criticism they're given. Yeah. And I mean, of course, there's like drama so and like all, and some petty stuff that happens. But yeah. that makes it like funny and like, like, fun to watch, and you get really attached to the contestants, which is really cool. Who are your favorites so far? Uh, Bianca Del Rio, for sure, <laughs> yes. and Adore. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like... You have a lot of Adore Delano energy. I know. I'm a fucking Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking Libra. Uh, yeah, I really like those two. I mm-hmm. also like Ben De La Creme. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Act is, like, growing on me. Yeah, she gets better. At first I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a... She comes off very and self-centered. Yeah. And Trinity. Yes. I like Trinity. Trinity. She's doing so well. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, you're making a lot of excuses. And then she'll do really well. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, see, just have faith in yourself. Just keep going. You're so good. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch the other seasons and the All-Star seasons. Um, but since you're kind of the expert <laughs> on this. Yeah. What do you think? Who are your all-time faves? Oh, for sure. Let us know. Yeah, so I've seen every season of Drag Race. Um, all the regular seasons, all-stars, and even Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Um, I, yes, I love this show so much. It comes, it brings me such joy and such entertainment. And when you said you wanted to start watching, season six is the ultimate season for me because I feel like the challenges are really good. The contestants perform it really well. There's a fair amount of drama that really spikes up the season but it's not a hateful season, which there are some seasons where there's a lot of bitterness. And one of my, my probably like my all-time, well, I have like three that are my like all-time mm-hmm. favorites. And one of them is Bianca Del Rio, who she, I you know this, and if you don't, 
if you want to skip the spoiler, sorry. Um, she wins the season, and it is hands down like the easiest winner. Mm-hmm. Like it's a clear winner, except for maybe like Bob the drag queen, but she absolutely deserves it, and it's so rewarding to see that. And then Adore's incredible. Some of my other favorites. I love Trixie and Katya. Yeah. I talk about them so much. They have a podcast, which is really funny. They do. They're coming for our gigs. It's okay. They have the audience yeah. and the talent and the means, so. True. Good on them. Um, no, there's been so many incredible queens I've gone through. Recently, Jada Essence Hall, who won season 12, I think she's phenomenal. Shea Coulee, who won All Stars 5. Ugh, she was in the Rihanna show. She's, oh, to die for. Miss Cracker, who's here in New York, who our friend knows personally, because New York is the smallest city in the world. Incredible. I think it's a great show, especially because it taught me a lot, and I realize how much of mainstream culture comes from queer and drag culture, so I'm using it also as a learning opportunity, being like a cisgendered straight woman, trying to learn more and respect it as it is, as the art form that it truly is. And I'm so excited you're finally watching it. It's so good. I watched it all in London. That was what brought brought it on for me. I know. You talk about it a lot. I did. I think I, I tried to watch the older seasons that were on Netflix, mm-hmm. but there was a lot going on. So I just, like, now I actually have the time yeah. to watch it. And it's so easy to watch. It's so easy to watch. Those it's older so seasons. Those... And I love TV reality, so this is... This is perfect for me. Yeah, this is my introduction into reality TV, so we, we really found a middle ground. I love how you say reality TV and I say TV reality, <laughs> which is the French Is it really? Way. So my brain just went, ha, ha, ha. Wait, how's it pronounced in French? It's télé-réalité, so it's TV-reality, but oh. in English it's reality TV. TV. There so it is. Like, my brain just went, flip, flip. Um, but, yeah. For the viewers at home, Alona is French. Yes, <laughs> I watched reality TV in English and French. Yeah. So I have my French reality TV shows, and I have my American mm-hmm. reality TV shows, and I have my British reality TV shows. You got them all. I got them all. They're uh, so good. Do you think you're going to watch another season of Drag Race? For sure. Do you know what you want to watch next? Um, You sent me a list. I sent you a long list. What was the other season I think I said nine? maybe season five or four. Okay. Like, was there season nine on there? Season nine. So I gave her, like, a tier system of, like, mm-hmm. ones she has to absolutely watch, which was season six, five, four, nine, twelve, and All Stars 2. Mm-hmm. So you can truly pick any of those. Yeah. Definitely watch five and four before you watch All Stars 2. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they br- All Stars is really good, but you have to watch the regular seasons to so get a lot of the inside, yeah. not inside jokes, but they reference it mm-hmm. quite often. Makes sense. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's n- what's next on my list yeah. as well. I can't wait. Yay. Also, um, fun fact, The Bachelorette <sighs> comes back this week. So I'll, I'll probably talk about it in the next episode. Are you so stoked that Miami lost the playoffs? So yeah, I was like, back. oh my god, they're going to push back The Bachelorette. <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan. No. For this one time, I was like, they better win. The Lakers better this have This has it. been going on for so long. Yeah. All my teams are gone, so. I know. I, th- th- these were two teams I could not care less like, about. Miami, but I also I, I don't I, like Florida, so. I hate Miami because they always beat the Pacers. And then Lakers is just, they've always been good. Yeah. It's the Lakers. Nothing exciting. Everyone loves the Lakers. Yeah. But it was sweet. I saw a lot of people posting stuff about Kobe. Yeah, I know. Which was, that was endearing. It's good that they won this year. And we'll give them that. And LeBron now has won uh, four championships for three different teams. 
Wow. wow. <laughs> Yay, LeBron James. I can't believe we just made a segue from Drag Race <laughs> to, to LeBron to James. LeBron James. <laughs> it's what we do. This is a pop culture podcast. What else do you expect? Um, also going on in the TV universe is The Boys Season 2 just finished. Wow. What? I cannot wait for you to watch it. I need to watch it this episode. Next, but I also have to watch Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh my gosh. For next week. I'm so scared. Yeah. I don't know if I'll watch it. It's okay, I'll watch it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll watch RuPaul and Haunting of Bly Manor <laughs> at the exact same time. When one when one becomes overwhelming, you switch to the yeah. other. But let's go back to The Boys Season 2. Yeah. Um, shout out to Martha, because we were live texting each other during this. Um, I, what a show. Let me just say, what a show. <laughs> um... The season two finale, um, it wasn't my favorite episode because it felt like they were trying to wrap up a lot. And the first, it's like about an hour and 15. So like the first 30 to 40 minutes are very slow and choppy too. They're trying to show a lot of different scenes, but not a ton is happening. So, but then things pick up and things happen and it's like, holy fuck, it's really happening. And I can't, I'm not going to spoil anything, because I want you to watch it. I want everyone at home to watch it. Who are your favorite characters? Um, I love Huey. I have a huge crush on Jack Quaid. Mm-hmm. He's, like, one of the boys. And he played Marvel in Hunger Games? He did, of course. How could I How could I forget? First Hunger Games movies. Yes. The guy who plays Marvel. The guy who plays Marvel, who's um, Meg Ryan and Dennis's Quaid's son, which is interesting. You know who these people are. I, I know, but when you said Meg Ryan... Yeah. I thought of the actor. Did you think of Meg Ryan? Who would you think of? No, a man actor. And so when he's like, ugh, he's like very buff. Mm. Kind of like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who? Sylvester Stallone? It's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's going to be the um, title of this podcast. Rocky? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's Sylvester? Sylvester from Glee? You were thinking of Jane Lynch? No. No, no, no. I was thinking of Rocky Balboa. Okay. And then you said Jack, um, Dennis Quaid. Yes. So I was picturing them two together. Having a child. Yeah. But it's not that. It's not that. Meg Ryan's a woman. Meg Ryan is a... I don't know who she is, Okay. in my brain, it, it went to a buff guy. That's so all over the place. And it's fine. <laughs> and uh, we're back. Jack Quaid. <laughs> Jack Quaid. He's amazing. And Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Edit, edit. <laughs> I thought of Paris Brosnan. <laughs> It's fine. Moving on. Moving so, on. Fairy characters. So Huey. I like Huey. Um, I like Starlight. She's one of the soups who is secretly working for the boys, played by Aaron Moriarty. She's phenomenal. Um, Mother's Milk. He's a uh, Frenchie. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for you to meet Frenchie. All the boys are probably my mm-hmm. favorite characters. Um, and then there's Kamiko, who she is mute. But she has some superpowers, but she's so funny, nonetheless, for being a mute character. And she absolutely kicks ass every time. Nice. It's And it awesome. sets up for really interesting season three, because we've kind of had this one plot going through the whole season two that no one really knew who was doing what. And it gets revealed, like, in the last couple moments, and it is someone you did not expect. Interesting. So it's going to be a really interesting season three. 
Awesome. Can't Does wait. Does any of your favorite, char- favorite characters die? No. You Well, she wasn't one of my favorite characters, but she gets killed, and it's going to cause a lot of repercussions to characters I do like. Interesting. Um, there's some sad moments. It's a really brutal show at times. Mm-hmm. It's it also really to be. It's also really interesting because it talks... It uses superheroes to kind of portray the far-right movement and uh, xenophobia in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's very poignant for what's going on right now with, like, misinformation and media and the Trump administration. But it's through the vein of superheroes, which we're not used to, but it makes sense in the show. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah. So we'll probably talk about the boys continuously on this mm-hmm. podcast. I so this show is here to stay. The show's here to stay. Cannot so wait. is RuPaul. So RuPaul and the boys. What a what a dichotomy we got. Yeah, that I feel like that fits our like TV show styles pretty yeah. much. I can't wait for like Spotify and Apple Podcasts to try to narrow in on who our audience is when we talk about stuff like this. Yep, they won't. They'll be like, oh, oh. These girls are crazy. Yeah. Is that our theme song? What? <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, let's take a break. Woohoo! All right, so now we're going to play our game of the week, which game is going to be some movie trivia. Woohoo! We're going to do it on Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's the most fresh in our minds. All right, so first I'm going to do five questions for Eleanor, mm-hmm. and then she'll ask me five questions. Yeah. And we just see how we do. And you can play at home if you want, but um, there are no winners, just losers. <laughs> so for this one, the first question, I'm not going to give you their options because you know it without. Okay, great. The, okay, great. The options. Do it. What kind of dragon does Harry fight in the Triwizard Tournament? The Horntail. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Well, I have to pick it. Yeah. Yes. It gives a lot of information to you. All right. Who said... This is so easy. Great. Who said curiosity is not a sin, Harry, but you should exercise caution? Who are, what are the options? Sirius, Hermione, Dumbledore, Mari Moody. It's gotta be... What was it? Curiosity is not a sin, Harry, but you should exercise caution. I want That sounds like a Dumbledore thing. Let's see. Correct! Yeah. That means crazy. After transforming... From Madai Moody back into Barty Crouch Jr., what does Barty say? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yep. <laughs> Which has a huge innuendo. Yeah. Harry's a child. Uh, in which of these four scenes is Potter Waltz played? <laughs> the scene where Harry shows the dragon egg to Gryffindor people. Uh-huh. The scene where Harry is in the bath with Morning Mortal. Okay. The scene where <laughs> Cedric, his dad, and Arthur Weasley are casually strolling down from the port key. Totally. Or the ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, it's the Potter Waltz? Yeah. I am gonna have to assume it's the ball. You're correct. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of candy does Dumbledore tell Harry he can indulge in while he waits? Mm-hmm. Chocolate frogs, every flavor beans, spice drops, licorice snaps. Licorice snaps. Yeah. Correct. I don't. How many have you said? I don't know, but these are getting 
harder. Let's keep going. Um, which curse performed in class bothers Neville Longbottom? Cruciatus curse. Yes. See, we don't even need the options. No. What kind of creatures guard the hostages in the Black Lake? Mermaids. What's the specific term in the Harry Potter? Merfolk? No. Mer people. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Mer people. And that's it. Okay. Cool. Um, wow, perfect score. Your, your current rank overnight cleaning crew member. <laughs> <laughs> This is some app I downloaded on my phone. I don't even know what's totally going on. All right, your turn, homie. Okay. Oh, wait, I get I two. That means I get the harder question. Well, great, let's go. <laughs> That's so unfair. Um, okay, I'm going to skip this one because it's photos. Oh. I uh, described the photos to you. Yeah, but I didn't know all their names. Okay. Who puts their name into the Goblet of Fire right before Fred and George try to put theirs in? Is it A, Victor Crumb, B, Cedric Diggory, C, Fleur de la Cour, or D, Harry Potter? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Cedric or Victor. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I'm trying to go back to the scene in my head. I don't mean to. Oh, I think I know. Because I, I feel like we see Victor put it in. We do. And then we see Cedric put it in. We do. I just don't know who goes first. We don't. Me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know. Just put Victor. No. It was Cedric. Cedric. It was Cedric. Yeah, it was Cedric. <laughs> um, what is the incantation for the killing curse? This is easy. Is it a Spectre Patronum? Avada Kedavra, Imperio, or Crucio. For the killing curse? Yeah. Avada Kedavra. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> she knows her killing curses, <laughs> y'all. It's the only thing I know. Who is seen stage diving at the Yule Ball? Is it Neville Longbottom, Professor Flitwick? Professor Flitwick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like stage diving. Um. Oh, the band at the Yule Ball is called the Weird Sisters. Oh, and I am including singer Jarvis Cocker, who is the man I initially announced that I was going to be fucking, and I stand by my choice. Okay, that's you what go. it looks like. Yeah. The witches, the witches, the witches weird sisters. sisters. Um, who said "long time no see"? Was it Neville, Rita, Moni Myrtle, or Cedric Diggory? Moni Myrtle. Yes, girl. It's when he's in the bathtub. Yeah. And yes. Anyways, what is the only thing that Madame Maxim's winged horses drink? Is it oh. Cognac? It's the... Single malt whiskey? Single malt yeah. whiskey. <laughs> so pretentious. Um, which Triwizard Tournament competitor becomes bewitched while in the maze? This is Victor. Easy. Yeah. This time it's Victor. Yeah. In which of these four scenes is magic... Oh, we have to listen to the scenes. Oh. Describe. Um, okay, in which of these four scenes is magic works played? Is it oh. the Yule Ball scene where Hagrid and Madame Maxine are dancing? Is it when Harry and Hermione are on the bridge thinking about the next challenge? Is it when the Bow Baton girls show up and do the little butterfly mm -hmm. dance? Or is it when Cedric is about to get murdered in the graveyard? What is the song? Magic works? Is it playing? No. I don't know. Uh, 
It's Red and Maxine and Hagrid. It is. I didn't know that's what the song was called. Yeah, me neither. That's good. Um, where does a Triwizard port key transport Cedric and Harry when they touch it? Godric's Hollow, Little Hangleton Graveyard, Shell Cottage, or the Forbidden Forest? The Little, little, little Graveyard. Sure. Hell yeah. You? When Harry and Voldemort's wands connect, which person who died by Voldemort's wand appears first? Is it Cedric Diggory, Lily Potter, Frank Bryce, or James Potter? I know this one. Well, it's either Cedric <laughs> or the old dude. Yeah. I know Lily appears last. Yes. It goes Lily last, and then it's James Potter. Mm-hmm. And then a... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it Cedric? Correct. Ooh, nice I think it's job. because he died. I think it's in order of how long they died ago. Um, your current ranking, even though you missed a question, is overnight cleaning crew member. Like you! Like me. We, we, we in the auditorium clean it up after people. Nice. We did fairly well. Yeah, I mean, those were easy. Yeah, it wasn't extremely hard. We'll write our own trivia next time. Yeah. Should we do Act 3? Yeah, let's do Act 3 for funsies. Yeah. You got, we, y'all got time, right? You can hang out a bit longer. Sure. All right. Yeah. I'll do five of them for you, and then you'll do the rest Great. for me. What does Cedric say about the prefect's bathroom on the fifth floor? It's a very private place to bath. Its showers will get you clean. It's not just a loo. It's not a bad place for a bath. It's not a bad place for a bath. Not just a loo. It's not. Who says that? What is the plant that allows Harry to breathe underwater called? Gillyweed. Yeah. Who ignores the minister's suggestion of how the students should learn about the unforgivable curses? Oh, Mad-Eye Moody. Or I guess Barty Crouch Jr. for yeah. being technical. Which of these is not one of the three unforgivable curses taught in Professor Moody's class? The killing curse. The blasting curse. That the one. Curse. <laughs> <laughs> the blasting curse? <laughs> Contrigo. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say it. Who does Ron think is Hermione's date to the Yule Ball? Victor, Neville, Cedric, no one. No one? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Sad. Okay. Who does Professor McGonagall embarrass by giving a hands-on dance lesson? Neville. Yes. (laughs) That was such a great scene. Yeah, I love that scene so much. Okay. Oh, man, you get another song. Ah! So here's the song. Wait, I gotta turn it on. It's a concert song. Yeah. I just get a, yeah, I just clicked on the list. Na, 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 With my, uh, my midnight buddy. Ron say that he likes it when girls do what? Play with her hair, dance, walk, or sigh. This is so easy. Walk. Yes. It's like, I like it when they do that. Walk. <laughs> is my Ron Weasley impersonation? Who said, what's got your wand in a knot? Is it Ron, oh. Hermione, Draco, I don't know her name. Natalia? I don't know. I think it's Natalia. But it's not her. (laughs) It's not her. It's not Draco. Do you want me to final answer? Hmm? Final answer? No, it's not Draco. Okay. So it's not Draco, it's not Natalia. Oh, I thought you were saying like, it's... Uh, What's got your knot in a... What's got your wand in a knot? (laughs) You have a 50-50 shot now, because you've narrowed it down. 
I'm trying to remember the scene. Me too. I think I know who it is. Ooh. Just run. It's Hermione. Yeah. Well, it's, it's whatever. Um, okay. Which of the following is not one of the dragons faced in the Triwizard Cup? I did not listen because Emily just said she knew the answer. <laughs> she really? I just thought she texted. Wow. What was the question? See if Emily can get this one. Which of the following is not one of the dragons faced in the Triwizard Cup? Chinese Fireball? The, He's in it. The Welsh Green? The Ukrainian Iron Belly? This one. Yeah. <laughs> Last one was the Swedish short, short, Shorts now? I don't know. Um, but yeah. You got, so your current rank well, is... Well, both of us. Yeah, we are studio security guard. Ooh. Nice. Impressive. Rock and roll Impressive. man. Impressive. Nice. That was a blast. Wait. A, we could just play this on our own sometime. I know. This is fun. Do you want to do another movie? Yeah. For the podcast or for just for fun? We can do it for the podcast. Okay. What? Y'all got somewhere to be? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I'll pick one at random for you. Oh, fuck. All right. But it has to be some, and one that I know you know. Okay. Like, yeah. Don't pick like... Tokyo Drift, just to watch me flail. I probably want to, like, I, okay, okay, I think I'm going to do okay. a good one. Can you tell me the movie? No. I just have to go off instinct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, are you ready? Yeah. And I'm going to choose a random act. Okay. Oh, I can't. But. You start with one. Okay. <laughs> All right, how many times is the classic Star Wars planet Tatooine mentioned in The Force Awakens? Zero, one, two, or three times. The classic planet Tatooine. Mm-hmm. How many times is it mentioned in The Force Awakens? Um, in The Force Awakens. Okay, I think it gets... I can't remember if it gets mentioned when they're talking about how the Millennium Falcon got to Jakku. Shoot. I think it might be zero. Okay. Yeah, correct. Because yeah. I don't think it's mentioned for a while. Because they, they got Jakku. What does Ray repair on BB-8 when they first meet? BB-8's motor, his antenna, his open antenna. Which character accompanies Ray and Chewbacca to the Jedi Temple to find Luke Skywalker? Poe, R2-D2, C-3PO, BB-8. R2-D2. Correct. Who said... Oh, I got a bad feeling about this. My boy Han. <laughs> my my precious boy Han. What is the name of the new evil group? <laughs> the First Order. <laughs> Dark Angels. New Wave. <laughs> one Direction. <laughs> no. Oh man, I I selected the wrong one. Oops. First Order. You're gonna mess up my score. How many times does Kylo would? Hmm? How many times does Kylo wound Finn with his three bladed lightsaber? What? Can I see the question? I don't know what you said. How many times does Kylo hurt Finn? Hurt Finn? With a three-bladed lightsaber. Three times, two times, one time, four times. Okay, I know he, like, he gets his arm, so he, like, Mm -hmm. the hilt gets him, and then he slashes up his spine, so it's two times. I'm just trying to think if there's a third. I think it's a two. Okay. Correct! Woohoo! Which, oops, that's not the word. Who is the first person? <laughs> I can't read anymore. You're good. Who is the first person mentioned in the opening crawl text? Luke Skywalker has vanished. Yes. Correct. Do I know, do I watch this movie too much? I think so. <laughs> I think so. 
how many parsecs does Ray mistakenly think the Millennium Falcon made the Kessel run in? She thinks it's 12 parsecs, but it was actually 14. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that, I really just came from a deep place in my brain. Yeah, I was like, I just need you to put, give me the number that's on here, and yeah. I'll make up the number. <laughs> Why does BB, oops, that's not a word. Why do BB-8 and Ray first interact? Hmm? Why do BB-8 and Ray first interact with Finn? Oh, first interact with Finn. Mm-hmm. What are the options? Finn asks them for water. No. BB-8 recognizes Finn as a stormtrooper. Finn asks them about the police he was with. BB-8 recognizes Finn's jacket. Recognizes the jacket. Duh. Cause not his. Not his. He's Poe's. They're nice. They give us a link to buy the jacket. Oh. Oh God. Ooh. That's that's tempting. Okay. I like that jacket. Okay. Ooh. Which of these four scenes is Jabba flow played? I love Jabba. You have to turn. Yeah. It's in. I love this song. We're just dancing. Do you know who wrote this song? Lin Manuel Miranda. He wrote it. Um, it's the bottom one when they're in um the canteen, the Maz's canteen. Are you correct? Job. You're still a studio security guard. Yeah, because I crushed that. So sorry. Um, is it your turn? Yes. Or I can keep going. I feel on the okay. roll. <clears throat> yeah. Do okay. you want to? Do you want to play or do? You... No, it's okay. Okay. We can do me next time. Okay. How many portions does the merchant offer? Do you want another movie? No, I, I'm okay. enjoying this. How many portions does the merchant... You got it. How many portions does the merchant offer Ray in exchange for BB-8? What 20, is 40, 60, 80. Um, ooh, that's a really good one. Because I know she starts... He offers her a quarter portion. So, okay. So, 20, 40, 60, 80. Mm-hmm. 60. Yes. Yeah. Who said the garbage all do? Uh, Ray says that. Yes. Who physically who physically injures Kylo Ren before he confronts Finn and Ray in the snowy forest? Han Solo, Supreme Leader Snoke, Chewbacca, or Chewbacca? Poe? He shoots him. Mm-hmm. Hard to be What nickname does Han Solo call Finn by? Big Trouble, Big Deal, Big Daddy, Big Bird. <laughs> Big deal. Yes. <laughs> Big daddy. Big daddy. Who is Uncar Plut? <laughs> so I'm going to describe these pictures. There's an ugly looking dude with thorns. There's an ugly looking dude with just big eyeballs oh and a scuba suit. There's oh a big ugly looking dude with a weird like metal helmet. And there's a big ugly looking dude with a huge nose behind offense can i see <laughs> it's that one <laughs> which one this that one, one. big That's... ugly looking dude behind the, the fence. fence you could have just said so i'm sorry that's also played by simon Pegg, by the way <laughs> well it's, his character's not he's cr- crazy yeah what does the riot control stormtrooper say to finn when he confronts him fn2187 blast him traitor finn traitor Oh, and we can buy the scale figure set. Wow. I don't know if I want a scale figure of that guy. (laughs) 
Who decides to return to Jakku in order to retrieve BB-8, even though doing so puts Finn in great danger? Bo. Correct. Why does everyone go back to Jakku? Ray sees all of these things in her force vision when she touches Sky Skywalker's lightsaber, except for what? So she sees the ship that left her on Jakku, mm -hmm. the cloud city hallway where Luke fought Vader, mm -mm. the Knights of Ren, mm -hmm. the Darth Vader killing Obi-Wan Kenobi. So which one does she not see? Uh, okay, so I know for sure she sees the ship and the Knights of Ren. Mm -hmm. I don't think she sees Darth Vader kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. You want to go for that one? Yeah, because that would be in from... Yes. Yeah. Correct. Wow. What kind of creatures in Hansel carrying on his fighter when he meets Rey and Finn? Ugh. They're Rotars, Rotars. Tauntauns, Howlers, <laughs> Dubeks. Rotars. Rotars. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh. The Rotar rolling after Hansel could be seen as a homage <gasps> to the boulder rolling after Indiana Jones and Raider of the Lost Ark. Wow. It's also a fun ride at Disneyland. A great ride. So, fun. Amazing. The Resistance Squadron can attack Scar... Wow. <laughs> really <laughs> mouthful. <laughs> the Resistance Squadron can't attack Starkiller Base yeah. until Han and Finn do what? It's like turn off the shields. What are the options? Deactivate the ground cannons. Okay. That disable the radars, sabotage all the TIE fighters. Um, disable the ground cannons. Is that wrong? Okay. Why are you laughing? She's wrong. It was drop the shields. You didn't read it. Wait, did you read drop the shields? You bitch! Oh my god. Uh. That's funny. So I would have gotten it right then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just didn't have the correct word, so I helped you. You're rude as hell. Okay. You're still a studio security guard. Yeah, I crushed that, <laughs> man. Except for I was in, I was inhibited. Okay. Are we going to keep going? Yes. Last one. Play okay. actor. I need to see how this goes. Well, this is so easy. Okay. Who is General Hux? It's, uh... I'm totally blanking his name, but I picture... Can I just point him out? Mm -hmm, it's, yeah, it's him. <laughs> yes, it's one of the Weasleys. It's Bill Weasley, right? Yeah. yeah. Donald... What? Donald... I'm sorry, what is this question? What is that? Which of Dom Hall Gleason is yeah. his name. Which of these four recipes is inspired by the movie? Okay, what the hell? Why is there a gun? <laughs> and a Chinese passport? What? Russian passport? What? Um, what? And this one looks Star Wars-y. What is, okay. This one is literally just comes with chicken with an egg on top of it? I have chicken? no idea. What is this saying? Why is there a gun? I don't think one of these photos is a, like a normal meal with a Gun and a Chinese Chinese passport next giant to it. Giant mushrooms and um, yeah. I have no clue. We're going to go with. I think it's this. Yeah, one. correct. Yeah. I don't even the know. The general correct answer is General Huck's chicken. All right. Okay. Next, next question. Next up. Who said so? Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. It's Poe. Iconic. Who does Masconada refer to as her boyfriend? 
BB-8, Chewy, Finn, Chewbacca. Chewy, sorry, I should let you finish. I just get so excited. <laughs> when Kylo Ren is looking into Rey's mind, what does she imagine? An island. Yes. I'm so nerdy. <laughs> God. Who says that Kylo Ren has too much Vader in him? Poe, Luke, General Leia, Han Solo. Uh, Leia says it. No. Han? Yes. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, they're Who, in conversation with each other. That's my, that's my bad. Who stole the Millennium Falcon from Han Solo? They're the Irving boys. Kanji Club. Duquesne. Uncarfut. Uh, I'm gonna go with Unkarplut. No. Nope. Duquesne. Duquesne? Yes. Yeah. Good. Wow. Right. It's a real niche one. How many people do we see Kylo Ren kill with his lightsaber? I. Eight. One, five, three. Okay. In the movie, is what I'm assuming? I think so, yeah. Um, he kills. I don't think he kills that He kills Han. Mm-hmm. He kills, uh, the fr- the older man from the mm-hmm. very beginning, whose name has just completely left me, because that's unfortunate. He's very famous and well-loved. Um, Max von Sydow. He kills Max mm-hmm. von Sydow. So we have two. Um, I don't think we see him kill any in the flashback. Um, I'm gonna go with two. There's this There's not an option. So it's three, five, one, or eight. Okay, so we don't technically see him kill Max von Sydow. Okay, so do you want to just go with one? Um, no. Three? Five. Or eight. I'm... How else does he kill? This is Force Awakens. I'm going scene by scene quickly in my head. Quickly? So two hour and a half long movie. I know! <laughs> like Rolodex to yeah. my head right now. I'm trying to think if he kills someone in the final end. Okay. So the question is, how many people do we see Kylo Ren kill with his lightsaber? So I guess I'm gonna go with one because I guess Han Solo is the only one we see. Wrong. So three. Correct. Who is the third? Um well we can buy his lightsaber. <laughs> it doesn't help me. The correct it just says the correct answer. Okay, is if you're listening to this, can you DM us on our Instagram at London to Brooklyn underscore? Tell me who the third person he kills is between besides Max von Sydow and Han Solo. Celine, this is directed at you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really you. embarrassed. I don't know. All right, and I think that concludes our game. That concludes our, trivia, our game. Movie trivia. Um, thanks for sticking with us. If you're still here, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. We'll see y'all next week. Mwah, we love you. Love y'all. Ciao. Ochaba. Ochaba.